You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show, when we were a kid, you didn't have energy drinks. And the reason you didn't have energy drinks is because you didn't need them. Because yeah. <laughs> every fucking drink was an energy drink when we were a kid. Every single fizzy drink that was given to a kid sent them nuts because it was full of sugar and e-numbers. One of the events at our school sports day was a slow bicycle race. It's fucking brilliant and this should be an Olympic sport by the way. You had to stay in your lane, you weren't allowed to put your feet down on the floor and it was the last person to cross the line that won. When my kids tell me they're bored, it fucking <laughs> drives me mad. In the 80s, we had three TV channels or you could read a book or you could go out, fucking climb a tree or something. There is zero excuse to be bored these days. You're bored? What, have you completed the internet? Anybody under the age of 25 probably won't believe that you did PE in your pants. <laughs> and do you know what? As a man of 48 years old, looking back, I can't believe we did PE in our <laughs> pants either. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. This week, me and Baz are just going to be um, old men reminiscing about the old days. Um, what an easy job that exactly. is. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to, um, we're going to chat about um, how stuff was back in the old days, so hopefully if you're a similar age to us, and, you know, we can see the demographics of who are listening, so there's a lot of people our sort of age, Baz. Um, so hopefully, yes. if you're our age, you'll uh, you'll reminisce with us, and you will uh, you'll recognise some stuff um, that we used to do back in the day. If you are younger, um, listen in and just uh, realise how how shit things were in the eighties at times, and how and how shit things are now in comparison yeah. with other things. <laughs> so uh, that's the idea. So right, Baz, I'm going straight in with one, um, and it's a big one. Um, in the 80s, paedophiles were miles better. <laughs> You're right. Discuss. <laughs> as, <laughs> as ever, you've dropped something in me and I'm like, oh, where are we going with this? Um, what I mean is that, um, that, that they gave a bit back back in the day. So uh, you've got the high-profile ones. So obviously you've got like Savile, Harris, Glitter, um, entertainers. So yes, they were kiddie fiddlers, but... you know. This is the U tree lot. Is it U tree? Yeah. The yeah, 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 exactly. So, do you know what I mean? Is that like at least they were entertainers and they gave a bit back? Um, uh, well, if or if they weren't famous or entertainers, they were like sports coaches or something, weren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Of Whereas, course, yeah. like, it looks to me like pedos these days are just kind of wiry-looking, weird blokes who are like held up against dumpsters uh, by vigilantes with a like with a an iPhone in the face. Trying to explain themselves. Do you know what I mean? There's nowhere near exactly. as good. They're nowhere near as good. Um, so yeah, that's me. That's that's me first one, Baz. That paedophiles well, were I paedophiles mean, were better in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, I I understand where you're saying, and obviously, better is 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 a very uh, what's the word I'm after? It's a very subjective word in this <laughs> in this whole thing. It's almost mildly controversial, Baz. And it's not old, but it is, it is controversial. Absolutely <laughs> controversial. There's no mildly but about no, but, it. 
Yeah, I agree. I think um, you never used to get paedophile hunters back in our day, did you? No. Because there wasn't anything for them to go on. Because it, it would have had to have been on a national television programme and the BBC and the ITV weren't really going down. No, that they, thing, they, they? they would have quashed Obviously. it. Yeah, there would, there would have been no like... Uh, I'm still waiting for that to become a TV programme, actually. So you got all these pedo hunters on the, uh, on the internet, on uh, YouTube and, um, and TikTok and, um, and Instagram. But... But yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for like it to actually become a a, a, a live TV thing on like Channel Four. A pedo hunter. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a, got, look, it's got to be a matter of time, hasn't it? There's loads of like true crime, you know. There's loads of like, um, you know, police chases and ambulance service and loads of stuff like that. I watch a lot of, to be honest. Mindless telling me in the missus call it. I mean, oh mate, there's, there's I was gonna say there's loads of people who would be the host of that program, aren't there? Well, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie, Baz. The list's got shorter of people that are allowed to uh, they're allowed to present it. Can you have somebody who was accused but but wasn't? Yeah. That's what you have. The list there. would have been miles longer in the eighties, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah. Um, what are we doing on this? Are we agree? I don't know, Baz. It's, it's fair that <laughs> we're, we're just basically having a few drinks, and it's back to the old days of um, when we did uh, when this podcast was called the Lock In Podcast. And it was just yes. two two men having a few drinks at the pub. Um, this week's got that sort of feel to it, so it's uh, yeah. Okay. We're uh, we're looking back on the old days, reminiscing and putting the worlds to rights. Fair dues. So yeah, I, th- I think right. at this stage, I should probably um, point out that if anybody is still listening um, after my disgraceful <laughs> first statement, there um, clearly I'm joking. <laughs> I think we should swiftly move on from the uh, from the subject. Well, I, I think we should, but I did think it was important since we're talking about the eighties that we, um, we we did talk about pedos because do you know what? There's a, you got a lot of people who look back, um, and we will look back in some things with kind of in, in like with rose tinted glasses and stuff because that's what you do in it. Like your memories are always yeah. better than the reality was at the time. Um, so yeah, we will look back with rose tinted glasses, but you get loads of people who just go like, Oh, you know, it's not safe for the kids anymore. Is it, you know, Oh, I worry about the state of the world these days and all that. It's not safe for kids. I was like, just as much crime and pedophilia and violent crime and murders and rapes. Fuck There's going to be a lot of this has to get bleeped out, by the way, to get it onto Facebook. Yeah, 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 exactly. If I've just gone and beep and beep and beep, just list like the worst crimes, right? And and that you'll fill in the gaps. Um, But yeah, people say, oh yeah, there was a lot more of it. Nah, there was loads. There was just as many then. It's just they didn't know or they did know, but they were hiding it. I'm not one of these that says oh, the 80s miles better uh, or like today's miles better, whatever. Uh, but I'm definitely, definitely disagree with people who say like, oh, oh the world's terrible now. It, it used to be so good back then. It was, no, it's, it's just because we don't have 24-hour news channels in the 80s. Um, and, you know, kids got abducted. You just never heard about it. If, the kid, exactly. if, if a kid got abducted, but it wasn't from, you know, your town, you wouldn't have known about it because it wouldn't have been on the national exactly. news. It wouldn't have been on the, you know, or if it was on the national news, but you missed the news that night at six o'clock. It was not a, it's all 24 hour news and stuff. And uh, like, obviously through like Facebook and Instagram and all that and people sharing stuff, you see loads more of it. So um, I'm a massive believer that, um, 
The world is no more dangerous now than it was then. Well, abducted kids used to end up on milk cartons. That's how slow the news got around, didn't it? <laughs> and, and do you know what? Back in the day, people had so many kids, they'd be like, I'm sure we had seven. Dave, did we, <laughs> did we have seven kids? Because I can only find six of them. Oh, I can't remember. Like, All right, then. Do you know what I mean? And that, that was more the case then, so... Well, I was going to say, because there's, there's, there, there were, there still are loads of memes uh, where Gen Xers are shitting on the current youth, just saying, oh, things were much better back in our day, you could do this, that and the other. But I think things were just simpler. Yeah. I don't think they were better, they were just simpler. Yeah. You didn't have so many complicated stuff going on, did you? No, exactly. Give us an example, Baz. Yeah. Let's move on to an example of how things were simpler. Right, I was, this is the first thing I always think about when I was younger, is the fact that, like, summer holidays, or summer break, as it is in America, uh, used to be the thing where, and this is generally the truth, you'd go out with your mates first thing in the morning, or you'd have breakfast, go out, and you wouldn't come back until the street lamps are going. I think we've discussed this That's before, it. but it's true. As soon as the first street and light like, comes on, all the kids have to go home. Yeah, and the thing is, you never worry about eating, because you'd, you'd all end up at one person's house, and their mum would just give you food, or they'd all come to yours, or stuff like that. So it was always that thing where, um, where like, you know, you'd spend all day, like, either in, like crop fields or in camps making, you know, in woods making camps and stuff like that. And it was just, I, mean, I think it was just like we we didn't worry about paedophiles because we didn't know who they were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, parents <laughs> didn't worry about the kids because they didn't know if they were in bother until they didn't yeah. come home at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Do you know what exactly. I mean? So there was and a lot less stress for the parents. And, and the vast majority, <laughs> we all know, the vast majority of time, when your kids are out playing, they're fine. Um, yeah. So... Uh, so yeah, it, like, the, the, the whole thing now of, I mean, I wouldn't let my kids go out without a phone and they're, yeah, yeah, exactly. and they're 16 and 13, um, yeah. and 25, but that, she doesn't count as a kid anymore, <laughs> No, <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, 16, 16 and 13, uh, but I wouldn't let them out. Um, I wouldn't let them out without the phones, but interestingly, actually, um, my daughter, um, recently, uh, last week went to a, uh, went to a festival down near Dublin. Um, this was all signed off by her mum. I had no record. I, I had no understanding that this was going to be the case, and I would definitely have kind of been less um, less okay with it than her mum was. But she said, "Oh yeah, um, Molly's going to see Calvin Harris." I was like, "All right, yeah." And uh, the week before, she was supposed to be going to see the Stereophonics, and her friend's dad was going to take him down. So she says, oh, she's going to see Calvin Harris. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, well, like, okay. And uh, I just assumed someone's parent was going to take him again. Um, but it turns out that she wasn't just going to go and see Calvin Harris. She was going to one day of a festival. Right, okay. And yeah. she was put on a bus at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, and it was three hours away, three hours down south in Ireland. Um, and then I just said to Emma about like nine o'clock. At night, I said, like, oh, I was Molly getting on? Oh, I don't know. I've not heard from her. I was like, right. You're not asked her how she is. Yeah, she's not responding, but she's probably got no phone signal. You know what I mean? So Emma's slipped back into 80s mode, and it's just like, I'm sure everything will be fine. Um, whereas I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck. I have, we haven't heard from her for seven hours. Like, what then? I said, well, when's she coming back? She said, I don't really know. Um... I, I think she's due back about four. I was like, what? <laughs> due back on the bus at about four in the morning. So fucking hell, there's no way I would have 
quite willingly agree. Yes, this is fine. My 16-year-old <laughs> daughter and her mates can just get on a bus at 9 o'clock in the morning, not come back until 4 a.m., and us have no contact with her whatsoever while she's there, like... This would, this would only be better. This would only be better if uh, Emma got a bottle of wine, flicked off the lid, and then just necked it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm having a day off. And, and do you know what? Uh, uh, that that would have been quite funny for somebody who hasn't had a drink for two and a half years. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. <laughs> She's but all yeah. right. I spoke to her yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it's uh, but that's the thing. It's. Um, I thought at the time it was just an illustration of how different things are now versus how they were then. Because like I say, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that the world is, was just as dangerous in the 80s. But people didn't stress about it as much because there was no point. I mean, you could, you, you could worry about where your kid is the whole time, but you've no way of getting in touch with them anyway. So yeah, yeah. So, so what's the point sort of thing? I think it's just the uh, last week with Molly was just a... Um, because we are kind of conditioned now to knowing where the kids are absolutely every second of the day and they can be contacted at every second, uh, you know, every second of the day. But, you know, nobody's parents in the 80s even knew where the kids were. But but like you say, it's like my mum used to, you know, my mum used to not know where we were from 9 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night, sometimes yeah, later because exactly. like... Obviously, like you, you, you tell we we were always told come home when the first street light comes on. Yeah, but but you'd wait for three or four because you because you just go, nah, it's fine. It was like they won't all be on, will they? I say I saw the first one come on and it took me this long to get home, so that was what we used to do. We'd be like, see three of them come on, it was like shit. I should probably go now. The irony is that the more contact we have with our kids and the more we know exactly where they are, and the more they are contactable constantly, the more we worry about them. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? You would have thought that all those things would be like, it's okay, I know where she is, I know I can contact her at any point, so everything's fine, I'm calm now. But it's no, no, it breeds more anxiety instead of less. My mum was much more chilled out about it in the 80s. But I wonder as well, as like particularly the with like going to see Calvin Harris, who initially I thought you were going to say, "Is that a boy she goes to school with?" When you first said about it, <laughs> it's uh, it's that thing of like there's going to be thousands of people there, aren't there? And yeah. and you kind of think to yourself, that there would be you know, safety in those kind of numbers because there'd be lots of people looking out for each other, and then you know, and there'd be more than two people getting on the bus coming back at four in the morning. There'd probably be loads that didn't have that bus route in there. Yeah, and it's a, but but then. But then Emma goes, oh, she's probably got no phone signal. I was like, well, I remember. I went to, I went to see the Stone Roses at Heaton Park, right, twice in three days. So I went to the toilet and lost my mates. But I think it's the memory of that when Emma said, oh, she's probably got no signal. I was like, what if she went for a piss and couldn't yeah. find her mates? And what if our 16-year-old daughter is in a park of 30,000 people or whatever? can't find her mates and is terrified and can't ring either of us so you hit the nail on the head baz when you said about simplicity yeah um, yeah because I, I would love to i would love to be as chilled out as 80s parents yeah, um, yeah. in in that situation um, because do you know what 999 times out of a thousand everything's fine but i just worry about shit do you know what, I mean? <laughs> what else you got right then I'll tell you something that was better in the 80s. Right? Trick or treat. 
right? You know, <laughs> yeah, Halloween, right? Yeah, Halloween, yeah. Halloween was nowhere near as big a thing as it is now. And yeah. um, all you Americans listening, I'm blaming you lot, right? Um, it never used to be a massive thing. Um, so you wouldn't see all the fancy dress things. You wouldn't see all the confectionery. You wouldn't see all the stuff in the shops. Um, and, you know, like, you, you wouldn't see all of that kind of stuff. All we did, Halloween, all Halloween meant, there might be a Halloween party at somebody's house or at the school or a Halloween disco or something. Um, all Halloween was about for us was trick or treat, right? Trick or treat these days, as far as I can see, is just loads of kids who get, um, to be fair, it's it's more fun I think it's more fun for the kids, right? Because they all yeah. get dressed up in their outfits and they go from house to house, um, ignoring the fact we've told them not to t- talk to strangers, ignoring the fact we've told them to not take sweets off strangers for every other day of the year. So 364 days a year, don't speak to strangers and definitely don't, don't take sweets off them. One day a year, yeah, fill your boots, literally. Get out there <laughs> just like... Take food, take uh, take sweets off the neighbours. But yeah, I think it's good fun for the kids. But my issue with it now is that trick or treat is such a misnomer now. Yeah. Because when I was a kid in the eighties, you'd knock on somebody's door and say trick or treat, and they had a choice. So they either gave you usually money. Because, like yeah, I say, back in the, say it was money back in the day. Because it, it's not like today when you've you know you've got a box of celebrations by the door expecting kids to come and ask for shit. Um, yeah, this no, was yeah. like you know it was basically I, instead of saying trick or treat, I might as well have knocked on my neighbour's window and said, "Give me twenty p, or I'm going to throw rosebuds at your window." There was a trick. That's the whole point. It's trick yeah. or treat. It's like it's effectively I'm going to trick you. Unless you treat me, that's what it's supposed to be. But whereas now it's just yeah. knocking on someone's door saying, "Give me some chocolate." It, it was pretty much blackmail back in the day. It was almost a protection racket, <laughs> knocking on someone's window and saying, "If you don't give me cash, I'm going to throw rosebuds or eggs at your window." So for me, I, when we used to go and do it, we were literally doing exactly the same thing as and, and Americans probably won't get this, but we used to do penny for the guy. Mm, yeah. And that was a few days back later. In the day, yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying, but, it, but obviously that was a precursor for, for trick or treat, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. remember like penny for the guy before trick or treat was even a thing. So when trick or treat came around, it was just literally another thing, but at least with penny for the guy, you used to like go make a guy or yeah. get one of your friends to be the guy <laughs> with, with the mask <laughs> And that was it. And the, <laughs> There's a lot of this will be lost on our non-UK um, yeah, listeners, exactly. so I'll I'll fill in the gaps. Go on. Um, Penny for the guy was on Guy Fawkes night or bonfire night or you know fifth fifth of November, um, yeah. and you used to we used to make an effigy of Guy Fawkes and put it on top of a bonfire and set fire to the whole thing. Although um, basically he would be wearing jeans and a t-shirt because we couldn't find the right garb to make a proper Guy Fawkes. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guy Fawkes definitely wore jeans, t-shirt, and a balaclava because that's <laughs> yes. that's that's all that would fit over the balloon that you'd made his head out of. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was you, you made an effigy of Guy Fawkes and and burnt it on the top of a, a bonfire. So before you did this, a day or so before, you would 
stick your your guy, uh, your effigy of Guy Fawkes, into a wheelbarrow and trot or it around, or a push chair, yeah, yeah and, and trot it around the neighbourhood and basically say penny for the guy. So um, it wasn't a well, it might have been in your day, Baz, because penny was a lot of money yeah. back then. But like mine, ours was just basically saying, give us some money. Because we made this thing that we're going to set fire to. Yeah, That's yeah. What I mean, it was still cool, Penny, for a guy when it was 50p, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so, yeah, trick or treat. Um, more fun for the kids now. Um, but nowhere near as much jeopardy as the needs to, as, as they used to be. These days, if Emma's in and the kids are in, then Emma will get, a, like, a bowl of, like, little... Uh, little sweets uh, chocolate bars lollipops that kind of stuff and then when the kids knocked on the door um, then we've got stuff in if Emma's not in I just sit in all night with the lights off exactly <laughs> do you know what that would have got a trick back in my day because yeah. we'd know yeah. we'd know they would try whereas now it's like oh they obviously don't want to and you can even put a thing up now can't you you can yeah. put a thing up now saying you don't want to be bothered or whatever yeah Please or please knock, yeah. Yeah, or you've got they can have like a green and a red. Like I think there's like a shape of a um, a a jack o' lantern thing, uh, a pumpkin that you can have green or red. So if you don't want to be bothered, you put it out there. Bollocks! It's not trick or treat, then, is it? If you don't want to be bothered, I'm throwing eggs at your house. Well, I was going to say when when we were younger, we used to have to wear masks of some description because basically we used to go and steal eggs from the local shop and then bomb pe- bombard people's houses with eggs if they didn't <laughs> give us any money that's very good i like that buzz i, I, I like that <laughs> <laughs> so that's trickety trick because there's two yeah it's exactly yeah <laughs> and i mean, it was more the case of like you know like a lot of people when you first when i first started it, it were like what, what what's all this about them what's this well look you gotta give us money or we're gonna we're going to do something to your house and they go, you touched my fucking house. I'm going to come around and knock you, knock, you know, knock your teeth out. <laughs> you're like, all right, mate, no worries. Zum, zum, zum. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is it genuine? Like, the more I think about it, the more I think it is a genuine protection racket. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's a watered down version of going round and saying, give me some more money or we'll burn your shop down. Do you know what I mean? Well, like... I remember making the national news at one point when they were saying, oh, lots of complaints about kids marauding around the neighbourhood, scaring old people in their homes. Yeah. Like, come on, it's not it's not quite the purge yet. Well, that's what, <laughs> that, that's what it should be. We need to go, I, I think we need to go back to that, Baz. And do you know what? Yes. I'm, say, I'm saying that as somebody who um, regularly sits in with the lights off. At least if they went back to trick or treat and it was like... Do you know what? If they went back to proper trick or treat, I'd be there. So I was like, I yeah. don't want to. I don't want to wash. Eggs are pain in the ass to wash off the windows. I don't want to do that. I'll be like, right, yeah, there you go. There's there's <laughs> there's fifty p. There's fifty p or a bag of sweets to not chuck eggs at my house. That's what it should be back to go. again. <laughs> right, I want to talk about health food and how. When we were kids, there was no such thing as health food. It was basically just green vegetables. Mm. And it wasn't called health food. It was just called vegetables. Because, yeah. like, I don't I don't remember when the first health shops came in and when the first supplements happened. But there was used to get, I think, the earliest thing I can remember was probably, I don't know, vitamin C Barocca tablets or something like that used to put in. I can't remember anything before that that mm. was like, you know, all the things you get now, like vitamin B and vitamin D and vitamin A and fucking yeah. everything else under the sun. But I don't ever even remember, like, 
when I was younger that people used to go to gyms. I just don't remember it being a thing where people would go. To, you know, I'm older than you, so obviously, you know, yeah. I was when I, when I was like 13. I don't remember anybody I knew or anybody at work talking like, "Oh, I'm going to the gym tonight to have a workout," and then going for a like, you know, going on an exercise bike for 45 minutes. I don't remember yeah. any of that. And I, can't, I can't remember when it first kind of landed. I'm sure it was the 90s, really, when it first started coming in. But I don't yeah, even but- remember people running when I was a kid. I remember people running, man. Yeah, my dad, my, my dad and my uncle ran marathons and stuff, so I remember stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, it's a good oh, yeah, point. Yeah, they were doing it for for, for as, as practice for a marathon. Yeah. I remember people doing it for fun. I remember when yeah. aerobics first came out as well. That's when the yeah the clothing first started appearing. But I don't remember anything before that. Yeah, no, I, I remember like the my mum having like a Jane Fonda LP, yeah, or whatever, like to, like to jump around her front room and that, and then you had. Mr. Vo- Mr. Motivator on one channel and the Green Goddess on the other channel. I'll tell yeah, you something, yeah, yeah. if you're not from the UK and you're below the age of 35, we've just lost you there. You've got no idea. I'm pretty sure America would have had a similar thing at the time with people on, you know, in the morning. Like, America, you know, doing stuff Am- like that. America, right. Now, Americans, um, I need you to help me with this. Um if you're watching this on uh, on on Facebook, I want you to put the answer in the comments below. If you're not, then go over to uh, facebook.com/mildlypod, uh, find this video, and write underneath. There was definitely a weird-looking American. I've got him in my head. There's a weird-looking American in tight lycra with leg warmers and kind of a blonde, a blonde-ish, uh, maybe not blonde, but really kind of spirally perm. Um, no idea who he is, but I think that's the American version. So. If you know yeah. who I'm talking about, let us know. Um, there definitely was. <laughs> and, and, yeah, going back to um, what we started with, um, which was um, Speedos minus the S. Um, <laughs> that's just saved me one occasion of not having to bleep out paedophiles. Oh, shit, I've said it again. <laughs> speedophiles, they're speedophiles. <laughs> yeah, he, he had that feeling, you know, that kind of... Uh, he, he was definitely giving off nonsy vibes. Uh, yeah, maybe I've just imagined him. But yeah, that was that, that was a, that was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, there was definitely no like gyms and stuff. And and do you know what? I think it was. I think it's because um, people were coming out of like in the fifties and sixties. There were no gyms because everybody had much more manual jobs. Yeah. Um. So people didn't need to go and do as much exercise and stuff. Um. But yeah, like health foods. Um, do you know what I've got? So, I've got something a lot of something along the same lines, Baz. Um, in terms of you know, when we were a kid, you didn't have energy drinks. Yeah, no. Right, and the reason you didn't have energy drinks is because you didn't need them because yeah. <laughs> every fucking drink was an energy drink when we were a kid. <laughs> right, every single fizzy drink that was available was full of sugar and e numbers. So you didn't need a specific one with fucking taurine and guarana or whatever in it. Do you know what I mean? Every yeah. single every single fizzy drink that was given to a kid sent them nuts because it was full of ludicrous stuff you should never give to a child. So, <laughs> so there was no need for um, energy drinks at all because everything did that job. Well, and it's odd as well because I, I don't ever remember a time when it was needed. I guess it's a thing of where... Did people just not used to fucking like do stuff in their leisure time? So when they were tired, they were at home. I don't mm. know because I always think like energy drinks are 
like well, I mean, I get, I take them if I'm, you know, I'll have an energy drink if I've got an early morning drive. So I'll, I'll have a can of Red Bull for tomorrow morning. I take just to get me past that first bit. Mm. But I don't ever remember that when I first started driving. There was no such thing. You'd have to just pinch your own skin if you were falling asleep. <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> I mean, coffee and and Coke, Coca Cola, by the way, yeah, um, existed, and that's what people used. Caffeine, caffeine yeah. was fine. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, these 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 ones now um, are, are are ridiculous, and they're really really bad for you. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and I'll give you an example. I wasn't planning to do this, but I'll, I'll give you an example <laughs> of how bad they are for you, Baz. Um, I um, when I, I don't know if I've told you this story before, Baz, but when I first went, to, my dad um, used to live in Spain for twelve, thirteen years, and when he um, when he first moved there. I went over with a mate of mine and we partied pretty hard. And at the time, Vodka Rebel was just kind of in its infancy. Um, so I was drinking Vodka Rebel at night and then I was waking up in the morning with stomach aches. So I didn't really feel like eating and all I barely ate through the day because my stomach was so sore. And then I'd go back out and after a couple of Red Bull, Vodka and Red Bulls, my stomach felt fine again. Um, obviously, because alcohol had numbed the pain. And I got into this cycle of two weeks of just drinking vodka Red Bull all night. So that I must have been having seven or eight Red Bulls every night for two weeks. Anyway, yeah. the point of the story, Baz, is that when I got back from this holiday, I went to the doctors because my stomach was so sore I literally couldn't eat a thing. And I hadn't eaten for about a week. Not one single thing. Fucking yeah, and uh, but I'd carried on with the vodka and rebel thing. Anyway, so I went to the doctor and he said, "Okay, like listen to me tell exactly what I've told you there." And he went, "Okay, um, well the problem is you've got alcoholic gastritis, um, <laughs> which, long story short, is the inside of your stomach lining is so raw and swollen that your stomach has effectively gone really small. That's why you can't eat." And that's why it's Ow. so sore, because it's really raw, and it's red, and it's inflamed. Um, so here are some tablets to take. Just drink plenty of water. When you start to feel better, get some food in you and all that kind of stuff. And just as I'm about to leave the door, I went, oh, um, just to let you know, you're the first non-homeless person I've ever had in here with this. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Props to you, Mike. I was like, <laughs> do you know what? I was, I was equal measures of proud and embarrassed at the same time. Because I was a young professional earning a decent amount of money and I was the first non-homeless person. Because obviously, <clears throat> you know, homeless people um, don't, uh, you know, obviously haven't got a shitload of food to eat. And um, if they only get a handful of quid, handful of pounds there on their, like, that they've been, uh, been donated to them, some of them decide that, you know, Drinking to forget is more important than eating to live. Um, yes, which is a... I'd be in that. I'd be in that group of people. To be fair, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, apparently, as a young urban professional, I was as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. If, I wonder if he mentions you in you know today when he talks about stuff like that. I oh, you know I once met a guy that had this, and he wasn't hopeless. That's a long-winded and hopefully slightly entertaining way of telling you that um, energy drinks are bad. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well that Red Bull are never going to sponsor the podcast. So anyway, well, thanks, Red Bull. <laughs> well, not now. Oh, speaking of sponsors, let's let's um, let's talk about this. I was listening today 
to um, I was listening today to last week's podcast, um, and, and and it's got advertising in it. I had no idea. So look, if you really don't like the fact that our podcast has advertising in it, um, I do apologise. I didn't even know it did. <laughs> Well, because yeah, similarly, I um, I went to copy the links today, and of course, it starts playing when you copy the link on, on uh, on some of the platforms. And yeah, I was like, Mike never said anything about the advertising on here. And I know we just spoke to you. He that's because he didn't know about it. <laughs> I didn't know about it. And do you know what? I can't wait to spend the four pence that we've probably earned in advertising revenue this week, Baz. <laughs> so I don't know why yeah. it's just started now. Maybe they've gone. Uh, uh, maybe it's because we're getting good numbers through now. Maybe we've got because yeah, we've yeah. gotten plenty of listens. To be fair, the adverts that I heard were for Podbean, which is the the platform yeah. that we use to send this podcast out to all yeah. the places that you listen to it on, like um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So anyway, that's just a bit of an aside. Um, if you don't like the fact <laughs> that it's advertising in this uh, podcast, um, I do apologise, but I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you can press the skip button and usually just jumps past some of that, but who knows? You can always go back to the beginning of the podcast. Um, what I will do, uh, now that I know there is advertising in it, uh, I'm not going to stop it because I want to see how much money we make out of it, to be fair, because we've, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we've been doing this for now for fucking ages, so uh, I just want to see how much money we get out of it. But anyway, what I will do, and uh, what I will commit to is um, I will, when I've... Um, when I've edited the podcast, I will find logical places for it to go because I think you can tell it where to put advertising um, as opposed to how about, just how about, randomly putting it in. How about now? <laughs> and welcome back from the advertising break. <laughs> that Baz has just queued up there. That's brilliant, Baz. That's really good. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the timestamp for wh- whenever that was, and I'm gonna make sure that they that um, Podbean drop an advert into that slot there. That's brilliant. Oh, <laughs> uh, imagine that with such professionals. Anyway, yes. what have you got there? <laughs> Welcome back from. Uh, like, you know, and let's have. Uh, and let's have. Uh, uh, let's listen to a few words from our sponsors. I'm, I'm not going to put one in there because that would be too okay. soon after the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. You can tell this is all new to us. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> this is this is mildly controversial, Baz. Um, in the eighties, it's okay to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I carried um, on for years. I really, I was really good at it. So I just thought, yeah, I yeah, exactly. It. And do you know what? Being a loser wasn't a. It, it was. You, you, that that didn't used to be something you could point at somebody and and, and take the piss out of them and say ah you loser because everybody yeah, lost everybody lost yeah, exactly. stuff do you know what I mean there was no it was okay to lose and I think genuinely that genuinely like in this in this world where it's participation trophies for everybody gets a medal for turning up and yeah. and all this kind of stuff it's um what we're doing is we're um, we're kind of we're teaching people to not be competitive um, which when you get into a business environment fucking good luck if you're not competitive do you know what I mean <laughs> yes. or in, in loads of loads of times in your life you have to be competitive you have to be better than other people to be able to get on in life so not only are they doing that but they're also suggesting like by by giving everybody a um participation trophy you're watering down 
what success looks like as well, because everybody gets one. And and do you know what? That that we shouldn't shy away from the fact that it's okay to be shit at something, mm. right? Because lots of people will try really hard to be something and find out that they're shit at it. And but it's okay. It was always okay. So you might not yeah. get a, a you might not get a trophy for. You know, you might not be a good runner. It's yeah. okay to be shit at athletics because you might be really good at chess or you might be really good at something more academic. And and that was okay. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, you know, the guy who was really into sports might not have been as bright as one of the other kids. Do you know what I mean? And that was okay. I was really shit at all the sports that I wanted to be good at, like football. Uh, yeah. Although I did make it in, in the football team. Because I'd go in goal. And that's literally how I got into the football team. Because I would be the goalkeeper. And at the, at the time, uh, I was, I was, I wasn't short for my age. I was of sort of a reasonable height for the age at the time. I just stopped growing when everyone else carried on. About twelve. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I was going to say about twelve as well, Baz. <laughs> it's literally oh, the literally the number that was in my head. I was going to say then. But um, um, yeah, so consequently, I just if, if I wasn't good at something, I wouldn't persist it. I'd just go and do stuff that I was good at, like trampolining and javelin and discus and stuff like that. Yeah. When no one else wanted to do it, so that's probably why I became like quite reasonable in those sports because no one else wanted to do those. They wanted to do all the good stuff like football. <laughs> what, and, what do, what and do you rugby. know what? And, and it's a bit like you know you see um, you, you see people trying to get people involved who aren't really like it's it's no again one of the kids sports days they'd be like you know like okay so we're gonna have the 100 meters now and they'd have like they'd have some poor kid who was shit do you know what i mean really fucking slow and then they'd all go yeah. yay when they crossed the line about 15 seconds after everybody else it was like why 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 do that you know that poor kid probably didn't want the sympathy claps at the end. Do you know what I mean? That kid probably would rather have done something they're good at and not be forced to do something they're shit at with the pity yeah. applause at the end. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> there is. Anyway, so stop giving kids medals for doing fucking nothing. Stop giving kids medals for turning up somewhere. Participation right? trophies. There stop you giving kids medals for just turning up somewhere because, you know, turning up doesn't deserve. A, you know, it doesn't deserve reward. F- finding something you really, really enjoy and you don't care if you win or not is yeah. a brilliant thing to do. Or yeah. finding something you're very good at and achieve at it. Those are the things yeah. that deserve rewards. Well, it's that thing of like when you did sports at school, like in our day, if you weren't any good, the sports teacher would go, right, you're not doing that again, you're shite. Go do something yeah. else. <laughs> exactly. and, and, and do you know what? They made sure... There was enough things. So I remember our school sports day. Um, one of the events, I don't know if you're aware of that this event even existed, Baz. But one of the events at our school sports day was a slow bicycle race. Have you ever heard uh, of this? Never, never heard of a slow bicycle race. Right. So basically, it's fucking brilliant. And this should be an Olympic sport, by the way. Um, it, was, it was basically about 50 meters, right? And, and the kids who wanted to enter it, were on their bikes, right? And you had to stay in your lane. You weren't allowed to put your feet down on the floor. And it was the last person to cross the line that won. 
Oh, so it's that skill of being just sort of stood up on your just, pedals and, just, and just, not just yeah. just balancing and just yeah. so it was. Uh, but you weren't allowed out your lanes. A, a slow bicycle race, right? It doesn't matter, like, and, and and that is one of those things that is like if you if you're not the most athletic, if you can't run as fast as somebody, if you can't jump as fast as somebody, if you can't, you know, if you're not um, athletically built, if you're carrying more weight than is ideal for your height or your age or anything like that, you can still pedal a bike slowly. I'd, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that that even existed, but I'll tell you what, that should be brought back. That should be an Olympic sport. Sp- right, we, slow bicycle racing. Let's see if we can get the uh, the Mildred Controversial Podcast to sponsor like the, the slow first slow, <laughs> international slow bicycle race. Baz, that's it. I'm, uh, I'm going to become... Um, this this is a, a long term target, admitted. But I'm going to become the um, the head of the International Olympics Committee, and I'm going to yeah. make slow bicycle race an Olympic sport. Right, look, I've I've, I've got another one, which um, it's kind of like so you know in 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 the modern world, you can watch a film effectively that is still in the cinema, like at the moment if you pay for it. Yeah, I want to go back to a time. That I remember distinctly when we only had three channels. I know we've discussed this before. Yeah, no, no, it's all back. good. It's it's a it's a but, massive um, thing, but, Baz. But I, but I always remember this is like, and also not only did you only have three channels, like in our house we only had one television. We didn't have, yeah. you know, the, at this point in time we didn't have a TV in every room. In fact, we didn't even have two TVs. We didn't have the we didn't have the alternative for the kids. So basically, on popular television programs on any given night of the week. If it wasn't what you wanted to watch, you're shit out of luck. So, <laughs> yeah. there's, and there's one thing that I was distinctly that I, that, that I remember mo, more about this than anything else. There was a there's a TV program back in the day called The Six Million Dollar Man, and I think you probably remember it. Yeah, yeah. And um, and it had Lee Majors in it, and of course that was quite a big thing. That was, that was like an American import onto probably ITV, and it would have been ITV. It was, but it was also at the same time as Top of the Pops used to be on a Thursday night. So in our house, Top of the Pops was like voted in for everybody else. I couldn't watch this program that I that you know was like this hottest thing coming in. And then the next day, everybody else who wasn't in the same position as me with one television in the house or had you know or, or had watched it, they knew about it and I didn't. So I had to mm. kind of like get bits and pieces throughout the day. And by the end of it, I was talking to everybody like I'd watched it because like you don't want to. It's called FOMO now, but at the time yeah. it was like, oh my god, I, I don't want to be the kid that hasn't seen it and everyone had seen it. But of course, you don't have it now, do you? Because like, a everyone's got like ten devices they can watch ten different things on at the same time, TV in every room and every single channel in the world. So it used to be that kind of thing of like you you would sit down and watch television with your family, yeah, or you would watch telly with your family because they weren't watching something you liked. So you didn't have the choice. That's a bit shit compared to. I mean, although having said it now, how long does it take you to pick a TV program when you've got five thousand choices? It's like it's way more difficult, isn't it? It is, it is. And, and do you know what? It, it kind of uh, um, an extension of that, Baz, because I, I have that written down like saying three uh, three channels versus, uh, yeah, versus yeah. hundreds. But also it's just um, when my kids tell me they're bored, it fucking <laughs> drives me mad. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so in the 80s, we had three TV channels, right? Yeah. Or you could read a book or you could go out fucking climb a tree or something and keep yourself entertained right there is zero 
excuse to be bored these days because you've got Netflix, which has got hundreds of thousands of hours of TV. You've got the internet, which is pretty much an unlimited access to everything you could ever, all the knowledge you could ever want to find out. Do you know what I mean? And you're sitting there saying you're bored. It was like, fuck it, you're bored? What, have you completed the internet? Have you, have, have you, have you finished? Do you know what I mean? You've finished YouTube this week. Uh, yeah. so, so I've, you know, I've completed YouTube. I've completed Netflix. Um, there is, <laughs> there, there is literally, there is literally nothing else to read on the internet. I've done it all. I'm so bored. So like, fuck off. Do you know well, what I mean? Go and cut the grass then. What's that? <laughs> I definitely remember being bored in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, all the time. But I definitely remember it being okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, but these days, they're just like the need for constant stimulation. I'm the same now. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not saying it's a it's a Gen Z thing or or anything like that. I'm the same because we've been fed all this stuff. It, it's just kind of like you, you, there is a need to be constantly entertained, and the moment yeah. you're not constantly entertained, it's like, oh god, I'm bored. Would you agree, though, that, like, so back in the day, so so even if your reading was your second choice and that was your only second choice, because of the modern world, you could get a book delivered tomorrow or even in three hours to your house yeah. and start reading it. Whereas yeah. to get a book in the 80s, you had to go into town on a bus to WH Smith's or a bookshop, select your book, buy it, come away home and then read it. Whereas now you can have everything delivered to your door as, as quick. Not quite as quickly as, as subscription services to your to your television, but you know. But you know what, Baz? I think I think you've hit on something there. That if you say like, oh, people, I think I'll go to the library. That became a thing. Like I'll go to the library and I'll get a book. Not just, going there, selecting a book. All of that stuff was part of. I'm active doing something. I'm not bored anymore. Whereas <laughs> if you go like that, it's like, well, I can get it like this. The process of getting there or getting it, or, do you know what I mean? Is like, yeah. isn't there anymore because every it's, it's instant gratification. And I think it's, it's a, and like I say, I'm not saying it's like, Oh, young'uns are like this. Cause I'm like this as well. I'll yeah. be just like, I'll be sat watching a football match. Right. And instead of just sitting watching the football match, I'll get my phone out and I'll start pissing about on my phone. Whilst I'm trying to, I was like, just fucking watch the football. This is a match you've been waiting for ages to watch. And because there's a slight lull in the entertainment value of this match, it might have dropped into a little bit. The match is going to be, there's a bit of a slow point in the match. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to need something else to stimulate. <laughs> just start scrolling through Instagram. And it's just like, fucking hell, can we not, can, can, can your mind not being active? That doesn't mean that's that's not boredom. That's yeah. just your brain having a rest. Yeah, that's a good thing. Let it chill out for a bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's a, it's an odd thing. That, so I judge a film if I'm watching it by how soon I pick up my phone. <laughs> so, so, that, so a good film. For me, is that I, I don't pick my film, my phone up at all during the film, and, and there are one or two that that's happened that way. What usually happens, though, invariably, is you kind of go because because I've got a poor memory anyway. I go, oh shit, what film was that guy in? 
immediately go on there, IMDB, and then you go, then you go to your missus. Oh, he was in that film we saw last week. And then yeah. Like, just watch the fucking film with you. Do you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> I'm exactly the same, mate. I did it. I, I did it. We're watching, um, we're watching uh, Black Mirror on Netflix. Yeah. Um, we've just just found that, and we just started watching that, and it's brilliant. Mm. Um, really, really good because it's not one of those things that you have to because they're or each one of them stand alone, so you can just watch one disappear, come and watch another one another day because you know the quality's good and it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that we've kind of got into those in a minute, and I was watching that, and uh, and and this is kind of leads onto one that I had that I wanted to talk about as well. That um, that that you just said it was like. Oh, what what did what what did they used to be in? And I started like googling. Ah, oh, that's what it is. And Emma, that was that. So there's a couple of things there. The first thing is the best thing you could possibly do when you're watching a film or a TV show is lose yourself in it. Yeah, yeah. Immerse yourself in it, and you almost forget you're watching a movie because you're so engrossed by it. Yeah. And that thing of stepping back out of it and going, oh, it's, oh, they used to be in this. You're telling yourself that's an actor or an actress, so you're losing a little bit of the enjoyment of watching the film or the TV show. Yeah, yeah 100%. The second point is, it's okay not to know the answer to everything. Do you know what I mean? In the 80s, this is how a conversation went in the 80s, right? It's like, um, it's like you'd be sitting watching the TV, and it was like, who was that person? Uh, I'm sure they were in another TV show, Worthy. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember which it is? No. <laughs> Carry on watching the telly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it was okay not to know the answer to absolutely everything. It was okay. Or, or it was okay to go, Do you know what? Um, Dave at work, he watches this, right? I'll ask him tomorrow. Yeah. Ca- carry on watching the telly. But the, the whole need now just to have your every single query and every single. Um, and question that you have in your mind immediately satisfied. You'd be in the pub chatting away, right? In the like, not in the eighties because I wasn't old enough to drink in the pub in the eighties. But had you been old enough? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's like, say in the nineties, right? Just before like smartphones and stuff, they might say something. You think, yeah, not sure that's right, but you know, crack on. Let's carry on with the conversation. I'll just ignore it. Whereas now it's like, not sure that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. Actually, um, I've just googled that, and it's like they just say. Come on, just, it's all right to just—it's all right to just to not know everything. Absolutely, the second you need to know it. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny how we've fallen on this because I, as you literally wrote this, I put as much as it, the internet is the greatest thing ever. It stops you looking clever if you knew something that you just knew. Because these days everybody knows fucking everything, don't they? Because yeah. I used to like it when you knew the answer to yeah. something. You're like, yeah, I know. Or in my case, Baz. It it's um it's it's it stopped me being able to just fucking lie <laughs> and just say that I knew something and people just believed me. <laughs> that doesn't work anymore because people can Google it and go, "You're full of shit." That's not right. <laughs> Whereas before smartphones, I was the smartest guy in town because I just fucking make stuff up and people believe me. <laughs> right, Buzz. The, the, the one I want to finish with here is um, we thought about making this a Gen Z would never believe this kind of shit went on in the 80s sort of thing. But I don't know. It just felt a bit twee. So uh, we didn't go down that route. But we're going to finish on that, right? Um, and I think we might have mentioned this before. But um, anybody under the age of 25 probably 
won't believe that you did PE in your pants. <laughs> and do you know what? As a man of 48 years old, looking back, I can't believe we did PE in our pants either. <laughs> I mean, how was that legal? So I remember that in our first three years of primary school, so when we were four, five, six, and seven, yeah, um, you didn't have a school uniform or anything. like We didn't have a school uniform at the school we were at. So you'd just go in in your regular clothes and go, right, okay, it's PE. And that would involve going into the school hall and you'd be walking with a beanbag balanced on your head or like walking along this little balance beam or you'd be running up and down and doing these little things, right? And yeah. you didn't have to bring in special kit because they would just go, right, um, take your T-shirt and your shorts off and let's go into that room and uh, just even saying it out loud, Baz, it seems so wrong, doesn't it? It does, it's weird. As we discussed right at the start, um, pedos existed in the 80s, um, but it was okay for some reason for um, a school teacher to say, right, kids, you've got to... Right, I've got a room of 36-year-olds here. I'm going to yeah. get them all down to their underwear and we're going to go into that room and have some fun. <laughs> it's like, holy I'm, shit. <laughs> I was trying to think of the age where you had to start bringing those black plimsolls because I always remember them because they were horrible. Yeah, yeah. Do you know well, the ones I mean, don't you? Yeah, well, for, for, for us, I think you had to bring those. That was it. That was your PE kit. We used to have a yeah, pump. Yeah. We used to have a pump bag. Yeah. And they, they were called pumps where, where I'm, I'm from. It's yeah. like... And it was like you had a pump bag, and it was literally a bag with those in that was hooked on your uh, on your thing at school, and yeah. that was your PE kit basically. Yeah. The rest of it was, a, but when you got to um, the fourth year of primary, so that would have been eight or nine years old. Then it was different. You had like a kit to wear, and you'd wear a football kit if you were a boy, and a netball kit. Can I remember as was just a white t-shirt and black shorts with white socks and, and those pumps. There you go. And, and it, everybody it, it, looked. It looked like it looked like it's seen from a prison yard when everyone was <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Kind of post-rationalising it. It is that we, we're with a lot of these things. We're judging what happened then by current standards. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, let's just let's just imagine a world right in 2023 when a school teacher of a room of 30 um, six-year-olds just went. Yeah. Oh, right, kids, put your books away. Um, I want you to all get down to your underwear. Yeah. And I'll put some music on and you just jump around and throw like, and, and stuff some music. <laughs> Good luck with that one when they went home and they're like, so, so, kid, it's a, so, I, I presume the parents don't call the kids kid. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Nathan, first name out of my head. Um, so Nathan, what did you do at school today? Well, um, we did maths, we did English, we did spellings. Um, and then um, Mr. Wright, I'm blaming you. Um, okay. <laughs> and then Mr. Wright asked us to get changed into our, uh, take off half of our clothes and dance around to music. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> Did you have a good day? Yeah, I loved it. Well, I was thinking about this, but I guess it's, it's like it seemed a lot more innocent because there was no way of 
anybody filming it. Yeah. Like, obviously, today now, you do that and you do, oh, I bet he had his phone out or someone was filming it. Do you know what I mean? I bet some of the teachers did, though. <laughs> well, they don't have to get their great big cine camera out with a big handle on the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Through a hole in the wall. <laughs> but, you know, but I guess that's the difference, isn't it? Like, so it wasn't clandestine. It wasn't kind of like, oh, let's keep it a little secret, kids. Yeah. Every fucker did it, didn't they? So yeah. it's, not like, it's not like you were the only ones and I'd be going, Mike, are you sure this is PE? Because we never did that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, and, and do you know what? Another thing about PE is, um, which I'm pretty sure doesn't happen anymore, um, but when we were in high school, um, at the end of every PE session, we had to strip completely naked and get in the shower and shower yeah. and shower in front of everybody. And yeah. when I say I'm pretty sure it doesn't happen anymore, um, I'm almost certain it doesn't because um, when um when my kids go to school now so like say 13 and 16 years old when they've got pe or or any any uh, physical um education thing they go in in their kit and they come home in it yeah yeah right but for, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that do you know what i mean and it even if you're 15 you go out you, you you do some physical activity, some sport, get sweaty, and then you have to spend the rest of the day getting sweaty. That's got to be better than forcing kids to get naked in front of their peers. Yeah. Because I remember... It was, always, it was always one of the most embarrassing things ever to go, if you didn't want to get naked in the showers. And, and do you know what? It, 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 it was one of those things that it just gave everybody yeah. a complex about, um, he's got bigger muscles than me, it, it, has he got a bigger willy than me? Has he got more pubes than me? And all these things that you worry about as a young child. You, yeah. you constantly, and you were forced, literally forced. If you just went, I don't fancy a shower today. No, go on. Get naked. Get into there. And I just fucking, out there. just, you know, we've definitely ended on a really, really bad thing that uh, about the 80s there. But it's just, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm convinced that there are people who would be you know middle-aged now who will probably still have complexes about their body based on five years of high school being forced to get naked in front of your peers because you know that i was i was like i was really fucking wiry thin as a kid but there were bigger lads there you know like there were lads who were by these days standards would, would be called obese and things like that yeah, and they definitely didn't want to get um, it, get undressed in front of everybody, but they were forced to. And yeah. and and like I say, thankfully today they don't um, because people are like because um, you know everyone's more aware now of how you could get a complex, or you could get you know it could affect your mental health going forward and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, it was just that. That's just what I used to. I I used to hate. Um, PE. I, yeah. I played a bit of basketball at school, and that was probably all the only sports I did. And I think one of the reasons that was is because of that. Um, and even if you're the most self so, so self confident person in the world at that age, having to get naked in front of your mates is not what you want, is no. it? You know? No, not at all. Although, although there were people in my school, like particularly in my year as well, that fucking loved it. You could tell them. 
They're just like, you'd be quite happily flouncing around naked when everyone else is like against the wall. Go on, fuck off, Gary. Fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whipping you with a rolled up towel. No, with his fucking knob. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody likes those people. No. <laughs> Baz, how do we finish this podcast? Because we can't go from naked teenagers to thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next week. So, uh, it's, yeah, yeah, I don't think on that I, bombshell quite fits, does it? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. I think what we might we might need to go into a bit of a uh, a um, a, a Jerry Springer at the end and just go, you know, let's have a little recap of what we'd learned today. Go on then. Go um, on. Okay, so uh, having not prepared this, I think. Look, I, I think the uh, what's become abundantly clear here is that um, some of the stuff in the 80s was better. Yeah. Some of the stuff in the 80s was worse. Um, some of the stuff in the 80s is quite rightly illegal to do now. <laughs> and on that bombshell, that's where we'll <laughs> leave it for this week. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Um, don't forget to do all the subscriber shit. Please help us out. It costs you nothing. Um, like, subscribe. If you're listening on the audio podcast, please send us an email to uh, mildlypod at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. If you've got any ideas for future shows, if you've got your own mildly controversial, mildly controversial opinions. Do you know what, Baz? Sorry, this is a bit of an aside here. We used to have... This podcast used to be called The Lock-In Podcast, right? And we renamed it The Mildly Controversial Podcast. We clearly weren't thinking about how when you close a show, you've had a few beers and it's really yeah. fucking difficult to say. Yeah. But anyway, please, if you've got any mildly controversial opinions, share those with us because we're going to do a show at some point where it is um, listeners' mildly controversial opinions. Um, so yeah do all that kind of stuff um, rate us um, you might not think you can give us a rating on the audio podcast but you can and go along to Facebook and uh, Facebook uh, facebook.com slash mildlypod um, that's our Facebook page get on there and there's loads of interaction on there so you've got loads of opportunities to send, tell us what you think if you are listening on the audio podcasts, then click on the button that says auto download that helps yeah. us massively it costs you nothing it'll take you about two seconds but it helps bump us up the chart and get new listeners so yeah. thank you very much for that so Baz thanks again for your time um, we will see you all next time thank you very much goodbye Mike yeah do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there. <laughs>